Matt Hicks, the FF Educator, here for our final pre-NFL draft rookie mock draft. And I have the crew with me here today from the Rookie Profile Series. We got John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar, from the Dynasty Show, which you can catch on the audio feeds, drops every Wednesday. We have Anthony Corrente. And from the Devi show, we got Matt Cooper. The Devi show drops on the audio platform on Friday. So guys, we got the whole lineup. We got a little representation. We're going to do a four round super flex PPR, no tight end premium mock draft. And what I'm excited about, we're going to get to really dig into those mid rounds here. That's where value is still shifting daily. So I'm excited for it. And before we jump into it, want to remind folks, this is draft week. You got to get in on the rookie big board resources. We got the rookie guide, which will be updated with updated rankings, player profiles, all that good stuff. hundred plus pages on Sunday evening at the latest. The discord is popping off. You got to get ready for your rookie drafts for just three bucks a month. Patreon.com slash rookie big board. All right, fellas, without further ado, we'll jump right into it here. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can draft along with us. We're not going to get cute with the first pick. It's been B. John Robinson 101 all the way through. And I'm going to pass it off to my co-host, John Lobb, for the first real decision of the draft. I got my clipboard. I got my <laughs> rankings. I'm old school. I don't care about the rumors. I don't care about other people's rankings. I'm going my man, the most accurate passer in my model in the last five years, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State quarterback. Woo! I really thought you were setting up Bryce Young there. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So John's got C.J. Stroud coming off the board 102. I think that's a little spicy here, but not too spicy. Let's see if uh, Corrente keeps it moving. We're going to keep it spicy. I'll tell you that. I'll take a quarterback, but I'm taking QB1. Anthony Richardson <laughs> at the 103. Okay. Yeah. Tell too, me too before, much upside to pass. We can't just skip past this one. Anthony Richardson over Bryce Young. We're just leaning all the way into the upside here. I would have taken Anthony Richardson 102. Really? Okay. Woo. And this all is, this the is way, even if yeah, Bryce Young, right? Like Bryce Young to the Panthers, Anthony Richardson to Vegas, Indianapolis. You don't care. As long as Anthony Richardson doesn't go like, as long as it's top 10, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. All right. So Bijan, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Cooper. Do we do we get Bryce Young off the board or do we get another position player here? Yeah, I think he made it easy on me. Um, I will go Bryce Young. If it had been between Richardson and JSN, that would have been a much tougher pick. Um, because you got the up upside of Richardson versus the safety of JSN. Uh I don't like to miss when I'm picking this high. So um, but super flex, I gotta go Bryce Young. I got to tell you guys, I've spent all weekend. This is a perfect time of the year to trade, right? Like trade, even if it's for high draft picks, people are just 
itching to trade, you know, like the NFL draft has people going and I've been, I've been going up trying to get the one Oh two. Cause I want Bryce young. Like I love the idea of Bryce young in Carolina just distributing there. So maybe I should be going for the one Oh four instead. I'm learning here in this. Mock draft. <laughs> um, Anthony texted me earlier today and said in a one QB league is Jameer Gibbs or Jackson Smith and Jigba the one Oh two. And now I'm going to have to answer this question live. <laughs> Uh, I, I'll give the same answer I gave him, which is today at this moment, it's the running back. It's Jameer Gibbs, but I, I would not be shocked if I have JSN higher post landing spot. If we can get JSN into 80 plus targets and a rookie projection, like we're, we're there, we're all in, but very happy with Jameer Gibbs too. I think in any other year we'd be ranting and raving about Jameer Gibbs, but because we got Bijan, you know, he feels like a distant uh, running back too, but he could be the running back one in a lot of years. So happy to take him here and happy to pass it on to John with the 106. I thought this conundrum might come to me, but I've got to go with Stroud's teammate, my number one wide receiver. If you're the sixth pick, you're probably a decent team. I'm going Jackson Smith and Jigba here. His floor is so high, I can't pass him up. All right, wide receiver one off the board, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Anthony, is that your wide receiver one, and who are you taking instead? That is my wide receiver one. The 107 is my least favorite spot in the whole first <laughs> round. It's like the clear, like all the fun feels gone. Not all the fun, but this the is the tier break. 107. Yeah, this is the tier break. I will, like landing spots could shake it up, I guess, a little bit, but right now I'll take Jordan Addison here. Okay. I feel like we're we're poking a lot of holes in Jordan Addison over the last like month and a half because he was too small, even though we knew he was small and just wasn't as athletic as I think people hoped, even though he still tested fairly athletically. He's a the real least, good wide receiver, <laughs> and I'll take him at 107. The least excited uh 107 pick <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he's doing his Eeyore impression. Every yeah. Time. I guess I'll take I, Jordan Addison, Belinda Golf winner. Yeah. USC it, and it feels bad after, not bad, but it feels not as fun as it could after you watch <laughs> the, those first six names come off the board. All right. 108 here, Cooper. All right. He took his wide receiver too. I'll take my wide receiver too. Zay Flowers. Woo. All right. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I mean, when I studied his tape, it was like remarkable how bad the quarterback play was. I felt like he was running open every play and Jerkovic just could never find him. Uh, but he was separating at all three levels. He was incredible after the catch. He's an electric athlete. He's a little undersized, but there's a lot to like there. Uh, really, my only question is he's got some trouble with drops, but he's a pretty complete player. He's expected to go in the first round. I'm really high on flowers, so I'll grab him here. Yeah, I can't wait to see the landing spot with Flowers. I would say, you know, he's probably one of my top five guys that I'm just excited to see the landing spot. Um, it should be a pretty fun NFL fit no matter where he ends up. Now, John's picked up a little bit of a reputation on Twitter, um, and it's always good to know your league mates. And John John loves his big backs, but, man, I liked Zach Charbonnet first, so I am absolutely taking him here at 109 what a world fellas what a world we live in we used to be the absolute outliers hyping up zach charbonnet refusing not to love him 
Uh, Zach Charbonnet, guys, on the uh, episode that will drop on the audio feed tomorrow, uh, a little preview. It's 100 things to know about the 2023 NFL draft. I dropped 100 facts on 100 different players. Um, the Zach Charbonnet fact even surprised me. He has scored a touchdown in 18 of the 22 games he played at UCLA. Six of those games were multi-touchdown. Five of those games were three touchdown performances. Guys, red zone production, NFL, fantasy, gold. I love it. Pass it off here to John, 110. I knew I wasn't going to get him. I, <laughs> I, I wanted to be, you know what? I want to be fair to our viewers. I don't think Charbonnet should go before Jackson Smith and Jigba. I just, even yeah. though I love him, I just can't. And I thought that was the best way to inform our viewers. I might be going off a little bit of an angle here. But I don't think this player will fall to me. So I'm going to kind of zig here because I love Marvin Mims of Oklahoma. Oh, I'm going to take Marvin Mims here. I don't think he'll land on me. If I'm That's team 10, I got a good team. I want a player who's going to contribute right away in PPR. I'll take Mims. I thought I could get him 201, but I knew Anthony probably had him locked in too. <laughs> yeah. I figured somebody else was going. I had it like written down that I was taking them with this. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the pivot? The pivot is Jalen Hyatt. I do. Right. I do have Jalen Hyatt ranked ahead of Marvin Mims, but Mims is really for the brand. The uh, brand. Yeah, it's for the brand. But Hyatt, I am praying that we get Jalen Hyatt to Los Angeles Chargers. I need to speak that fit into existence because then we get the absolute. I think best possible version of rookie year Jalen Hyatt he's a guy who can win deep vertically with incredible athleticism and the NFL covets that every single year he's but going Anthony, in the first more round importantly Herbert can get him the ball exactly that would be the best but uh yeah landing spot will be fun for him too but I'll take Hyatt at the 111 all right. I know folks are in on Hyatt, not in on Hyatt. You know, he's not every in everybody's top five wide receivers. But as you can see, five wide receivers off the board as we come to pick 112. So I do think Hyatt is going to be going uh, that one-two turn, regardless of how the overall consensus in your league feels about it. So, Cooper, last pick here in the first round. Who are you going for? Man, this is where it gets really interesting. And I think that, if I'm being honest, after draft capital – all is said and done, I think there's a good chance I'll probably end up taking a running back here that falls in the second round. I think there will probably be one more second-round running back. We just don't know who it is yet. Um, and a lot of people are probably going to freak out that Quentin Johnston's not going to go in the first round of this mock draft. But i got to stay true to my own rankings, and I have Josh Downs above Quentin Johnston. I'm going with Josh Downs. I love him. He's tiny. He's five foot nine, 171 pounds, I think. But he's just always open. Man coverage, zone coverage, press, you know, even in the red zone. A lot of times little guys don't do well in the red zone. But in the red zone, he gets against press coverage and he just shakes guys out of their shoes, gets wide open. So I love, I'm a sucker for route running. Josh Downs is a fantastic route runner. And contested catch maybe one of the better wide receiver contested catches in the class despite being a small guy he just goes up and gets it so there's a lot that i like about him and i actually really hope my panthers take him at the top of the second round to go with their new quarterback so josh downs is my pick 
I don't think you're going to get a different quarterback or a different wide receiver at the top of the second. But anyways, uh, first 12 picks here. Quick recap before we jump into the second round. Uh, Bijan Robinson, 101, followed by a three-quarterback run, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young. The order might switch, but those three guys are probably going to go 102 to 104 in most leagues. Jameer Gibbs, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Again, the order may change, but five and six is pretty standard. And then your draft will open up. And for this draft, we went Addison at 107, followed by Zay Flowers, Zach Charbonnet, Marvin Mims, Jalen Hyatt, and Josh Downs rounded it out. So now we're heading into the second round here, boys. A couple guys that I want to take. The wide receiver I think ends up in Carolina is tempting. My running back four, I am itching to get off the board. But I can't let Michael Mayer fall any further. Even a non-tight end premium, 201, guys, is an absolute steal. The level of production that Michael Mayer has put out in the Notre Dame offense all the way back to being a true freshman. Guys, he led Notre Dame in receiving all three years he was on campus. He is an, an athletic. I know he, he's not getting propped up as an athletic guy, but he is more than athletic enough to be a fantasy producer. He's going to hit the field day one. He's probably going to be a top 15, if not top 20 NFL draft selection. So much to love here about Michael Mayer. And I imagine he was probably coming off the board next anyways. So, John, who are you taking instead? Well, I'm kind of glad you made that choice for me. So I don't have to, I don't have to make it right now. I can't go Will Levis here. I don't care what the NFL says. I think it's a smoke screen. I'm going by my production model, my analysis. I'm not taking him here, but I can understand in a super flex. But I am going to pretend I have C.J. Stroud and I'm a bad team. I'm going to stay true to my board. I'm going to Israel Abandakanda right Ooh, here. Spicy. I absolutely love him. This I have him as my number eight overall player. I have to take the value oh. here. I'm taking Israel Abandakanda. Ooh, John will lean into his power banks with reckless abandon. You have to <laughs> love it. All right, 202, Izzy off the board. It's a little spicy, but I got to tell you, the Izzy truthers are out there, and they're in the Discord for sure. <laughs> uh, all right, Anthony, 203 here. What's the move? I'll take, I'll take the Will Levis medicine. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. I want you to know, and I'm starting to feel like you guys invited me on the pod to take the players I wanted. But I'll take Will Levis because I think he's gonna go early, and I don't love him. But there's some of that kind of insulated quarterback value, and at least year one, I'll take him and hope it works out. And if not, I'll figure it out, you know, sooner than later. <laughs> It's, it's always hard as we're doing these exercises because we tend to be pretty set in on our boards and we tend to draft by our boards, which is a good philosophy because once you get into the draft, a lot of emotions can swirl a lot of thoughts you get in your head. Uh, but we do have to always balance that out with trying to give you an accurate projection of a draft, right? And mm -hmm. 203 is probably the floor for Will Levis. So, Anthony, yeah. we appreciate the duty that you have yeah. done for the podcast. I fell on the sword. I fell on the sword. You fell and on we, the sword, brother. <laughs> I'm overdrafting somebody to balance it out after this. I'm just going <laughs> to draft one of my guys. <laughs> All right. Well, is, uh, Bandicand is already off the board, so you're already out of luck gone. there. All right. right. <laughs> Cooper, 204. All right. I, I think that's a great point that you just made about, you know, keeping it realistic versus 
there's four of us here and we're all following our boards in a real draft. I don't think Levis falls this far. I don't think Quentin Johnston falls this far. There's probably some guys that have been taken that wouldn't have been taken. Uh, but this is spicy. I like it. This is different from what I'm used to. Um, and I'm really torn here. I've got guys back to back in my rankings and I will give an honorable mention to Sean Tucker, who I love and would have considered here with the news today about his heart condition um, assuming that that gets confirmed, he's going to fall way down my board, but I would have been looking at him right here. I'll fall on the sword. I'll take Quentin Johnston. I think at a certain point, he's likely to be a first-round pick, and he's got all this upside, and here sitting close to the mid-second round, I think it's a, a good value to take that upside swing. Um, he's not a guy that I'm really high on, obviously, which is why he fell this far, but uh, – the upside is undeniable. So we'll go Quentin Johnston, 204. Yeah, what's going to make this draft fun is that past Jackson Smith and Jigba, it's got like two through eight is pretty wide open right now for the wide receiver position. And there will be a little consensus that that we reach, you know, with landing spots that we do or don't like. But, you know, where we kind of all took our guys and Marvin Mims, Jalen Hyatt, Josh Downs, like that's where Quentin Johnston could very well go in most drafts. And so mm -hmm. a, a, a good representation here to not let him fall too far. Uh, guys, Tank Bigsby. I love Tank Bigsby here. He's going to be pretty locked into running back for, uh, you know, if, if we're talking about the next running back off the board, you know, he's probably going to be, uh, I would say top five off the board, you know, in terms of the NFL draft, because we're going to talk Bijan, Gibbs, um, Sharp, Achain will go, I think, from NFL purposes. And then Tank Bigsby's probably going to be running back five. I expect him to capture day two draft capital. And he's just been so good, guys. Top five SEC rusher every year that he was at Auburn, the absolute dumpster fire stacked boxes. He was facing Auburn TJ Finley playing quarterback Auburn. Oh my gosh. Put him behind a competent offensive line. And we're going to wonder why we weren't talking about him more. John two Oh six. Very tough spot for me. Cause I like a lot of play. I really like a lot of players on the board. I wish I could have like three picks if I traded out of the first round here. But I'm going to go to the highest-rated player his position remaining, and that's Dalton Kincaid. Yeah. I think this mm. is a really nice spot to take the tight end value here. You're going for upside. He's not number one on my board, but a lot of people do have him at the top of their board. So I'll take the tight end value here out of Utah, Dalton Kincaid. I think that's a good pick. That's a popular pick. A lot of folks are leaning into uh, Kincaid even over Mayer. Uh, it's rich for me, but you see that athleticism, that pass catching ability, and rightly gets people excited. So, Anthony, at 207, who gets you excited? At 207, I'm going to take the guy who's my running back for. I'm going to take Roshan Johnson. Ooh, uh, wow. 207. I think Roshan gets day two draft capital. I think the NFL will love Roshan Johnson, who hasn't been running to the ground uh, across his college career. And I think his best football is still ahead of him. I think he could do a little bit of everything. Might not have that one, you know, big kind of home run trait, but I think he's a solid back who can contribute on all three downs at the NFL level. And uh, if he gets day two capital, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time moving him out of RB4. And I expect him. I expect him back end, like pick nine yeah, yeah, yeah. to one hundred and two. Like he's gonna just slide in there and that Brian Robinson range through the roof. Yeah, that Brian Robinson exactly. All right, uh, Cooper two hundred eight. 
Yeah, so if I had not taken Quentin Johnston and fallen on the sword, Bigsby and Kincaid were the guys that I was looking at. So you guys <laughs> kind of double sniped me. I was hoping one of them would would fall back to me. I actually am in that camp of having Kincaid over Mayor, like you said. I'm I'm one of those people. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, I will take the guy I mentioned last time around, and with the caveat that if there really is a heart condition, prayers out for him. Hate that for him. Uh, I would not take him here if, if that's true, but it's unconfirmed at this point. So I'll take Sean Tucker. He's a guy that I've loved throughout the process. He's explosive. He's got a three down skill set. He's, he's just good in a lot of areas. He's, he's got contact balance. He, he sees a hole. He gets North South. There's a lot that I love about Sean Tucker and I hope that he's okay. And I hope that this isn't kind of his, his career and his dreams being ruined due to something that's totally outside of his control. But, um, but yeah, at this point with that unconfirmed, he's the highest player on my board. I'll take Sean Tucker. All right. There is absolutely no way post draft at two Oh nine. I'm getting Cedric Tillman. This is a crime fellas. I <laughs> Cedric Tillman is rightly now getting a ton of NFL draft hype and buzz. I think he's going to be a top 40 selection. Top 50 feels like his floor. He's the guy that I was alluding to that I think would be a great pairing with Bryce Young and Carolina would really round out that wide receiver room. Uh, so that's where I've been mocking him really consistently. I think he's a big man. If you're looking for a true X in this class, I think Cedric Tillman is the true X. Um, there's nobody who really possesses that, uh, that catch point ability, the ability to play well along the boundary with good body positioning. And he pairs it with some sneaky good speed. So I love Cedric Tillman. And if I get him at 209, I'm going to take it 100 out of 100 times in my rookie drafts. All right, John, 210 here. I was eyeballing Cedric Tillman. <laughs> I was hoping he would fall to me. So I love that pick. I'm going to go with another running back. I know it's risky here, but I'm going to pretend I'm building a team. I took Marvin Mims at pick number 10. This team is a good team. I'm going to shoot for upside. I'm going Tajay Spears out of Tulane here. Yeah, Maybe he becomes the player I believe he, if he hits his ceiling. I love Tajay Spears here. That's a good pick. And I don't, I don't know that he falls to 210 because he has a lot of truthers out there. So I wouldn't be shocked if yeah. he went 205 in rookie drafts. All right, Anthony, 211 here. It would have been Tillman and Spears in that order. So <laughs> now that they are both gone, I am going to take – I'll take Hendon Hooker. I'll take Hendon right. Hooker here. I think Hendon Hooker is going to be a top 50 pick if he doesn't go back into round one. I think he goes early in round two. Um, and, yeah, you're, you're not going to get a lot in the short term, but in the long term, he's somebody that I think is really close in terms of how he projects long term. Uh, to Levis and you can make the argument for projects better than Levis. I think there's a lot that he does better than Will Levis, but uh, at 211, I'll take a guy who I still like the long-term outlook at, at quarterback this late. I dig it. 212 here, Cooper. You made the decision easy for me because I was going to be torn between Hooker and the guy that I'm about to take. I love Hooker. Um, I hate that he's you know 25 years old and coming off an ACL tear, but I love everything else about his game. So um, I'm taking Devin A-Chain and – I know it's a risk, but we're sitting here at 212. He's projected to potentially get second round draft capital. He's got Olympic speed. 
he's a huge outlier if he ends up being a fantasy relevant player at 188 pounds. We know that, but he runs tough between the tackles for being a small guy. He's electric. He makes people miss. He can catch passes. So I'm going to roll the dice here at 212 with Devin A. Chain. All right. Second round recap. Michael Mayer at 201. Izzy Abanacanda. Will Levis. Quinton Johnston. Tank Bigsby. Dalton Kincaid at 206. Roshan Johnson. Sean Tucker. Cedric Tillman. Tajay Spears. Hendon Hooker. And Devin A. Chain at 212. At 301, it is easy for me. When did I become the tight end guy? Because I'm taking Darnell <laughs> Washington here. I'm not worried about it. He has great pass catching ability. He was not needed for it at Georgia. They're going to want him to run block absolutely at the NFL level, but they're going to want him to catch passes in the red zone too. John, pick 302. This team already has C.J. Stroud and Israel Bandicanda, so I'm going to pretend that I'm building a team. I need help at a lot of positions. I'm going with my highest-rated receiver remaining on my board, I'm going Jaden Reed, Michigan State. Hmm. Yeah, I really great. like Jaden Reed. I think early third round is a nice spot for him. Yeah, I like that a lot. Anthony, 303. <laughs> 303, I'm going to take Zach Evans. I still like Zach Evans. It's been oh. a kind of disappointing pre-draft process uh, in a few ways, but I think he's still got a shot to go early day three, if not late day two, and if that happens – it's hard for me to pass him at 303. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go this far. I really yeah. don't. Like, the NFL has to tell me that I don't like Zach Evans before I'm going to officially decide I don't <laughs> like him. Yeah, totally fair. All right, 304, Cooper. Yeah, so I'm going to take Kendra Miller, his former teammate. Yeah. And this is a player that is one of the few backs in this class that has that prototypical size that you're looking for. He didn't do a whole lot in the passing game at TCU, but he looked good when when they did throw him the ball. He seemed to have really reliable hands. You know, if you're giving him a pass-fail grade, then I would say he passes. He's got sweet feet for a big man. Uh, there's there's a lot to like there. Acceleration, good 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 physical movement skills for a guy that size. So um, we'll see what kind of draft capital he gets, but I'm going to take Kendra Miller here. All right, this is where, for me, it just opens wide up, right? Yeah. Like, like the whole time uh, Cooper was breaking down Miller, I was like, ah, <laughs> what am I doing here? I'm looking over at the board. You know, I'm going to follow my board, guys. I don't know if I'll have to take him 305, but give me Puka. All right. I know it ha the steam hasn't caught on. We'll see if the draft capital comes through here, but I love Puka Nakua in the third round. It's go and get your guy territory. I love the versatility. I love that he gets it done on the ground. I love his ability to play on the outside. He has great hands uh, and he gets it done in the red zone really consistently here. So we're going to ride or die all the way through here with the Puka love. All right, John three Oh six. I love this round. I think there's still players. I like, I'm going with my highest ranked receiver remaining on the board. I'm going to Xavier Hutchinson, Iowa state. Ooh. He's got a very nice floor, big it slot receiver. I'm very happy to grab him here. All right. 307, Anthony. 307, I'm going to keep the wide receiver run going and take who I think might be the best route runner in the whole draft. I'm going to take Tank Dell at, Ooh, uh, wow. at 307. I'll bet on the outlier size. I think he's a really, really terrific route runner and absolutely has a role at the next level. 
Yeah, a little plug. Anthony has been doing articles for the patrons. And when I was reading his wide receiver tiers breakdown, I did notice Tank Dell was awfully high relative yeah. to some other folks. So like John said, there's plenty of value in this round and you could find the guys that you value. So at 308, I'm sure Cooper's got somebody good on deck. Yeah, I, I love Tank Dell. Um, if he wasn't 165 pounds, he was a couple <laughs> inches taller. Like this guy would be way up in the receiver ranks. I I, I agree with you. He's a fantastic route runner. Uh, but I'm gonna take Luke Musgrave, my tight end three. I think yeah. here at the end of the third, it's pretty good value. And you know, he got injured two games into the season, and his uh, first year in college was a COVID shortened season. So there's just not a lot of tape to study there. There's not a lot of sample to go on, but what you do see is a guy who is a really fluid mover, a good route runner, high points, the ball. He's got a lot of the skills that you're looking for in a good receiving tight end. He showed out at the senior bowl. He showed out at the combine. So going to throw a good upside dart throw here, I think on Luke Musgrave. Yeah, guys, another, you know, just plug for the 100 Things to Know episode. And again, if you only watch on YouTube, Rookie Big Board on any podcast feed, you're going to find bonus content, Anthony's show, uh, Cooper's show. Um, but I wanted to mention here while doing my research for that, I realized that Luke Musgrave has zero uh, 30 visits, right? Which sounds like a bad thing, but I think it's a good thing because I don't think anybody mm -hmm. has any concerns about the injury. He went to the combine, performed well. Um, so there's there's chatter that Musgrave could be the first tight end off the board potentially in the NFL wow. draft. So I thought, you know, when I realized that he didn't have any visits, you know, I actually saw that as a pretty, pretty good thing for him. Um, 309. You know, I'm torn because there's still a lot of my guys left, but I do think there's probably somebody that folks are yelling about that hasn't come off the board yet, and that's Rashi Rice. Uh, Rice has fallen, I think, into the correct territory. Like, we loved, me and John, loved Rice preseason as this type of guy. Folks got way out of control with the hype, and so I think <laughs> that we slid back to where we can just appreciate him as a third-round pick. He could play well along the boundary. He has some issues with separation. Um, but you know, he does have good hands and he does make fun plays. So we'll see how that translates. We'll see, uh, if the offense that he lands in is going to give him that opportunity. Uh, but John does have the opportunity here to make another selection at three ten. At this spot, I'm probably a playoff team third round. I'm going for a grand slam. I'm going to boundary receiver here who has risen up my board as much as anyone in this process. I'm going wide receiver you. No one gives him credit. I'm going Jonathan Mingo, Mississippi. DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown, Elijah Moore. Give me Mingo, and I hope he hits his ceiling. The rookie big board is proudly now contributing to Jonathan Mingo um, propaganda. <laughs> if you're believing the Twitter hype these days, you just drafted a future Hall of Famer. So. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Anthony, 311. 311, I'll take Chase Brown. Yeah. Uh, I feel really good if I could get him this late. I don't think after the draft you'll be selecting him this late in rookie drafts, honestly. We saw him handle a monster workload at Illinois. I think if he lands someplace that uh, utilizes a, a zone run scheme, I think he could really, really eat as a true kind of workhorse back. Uh, so Chase Brown to wind down the third round. All right, one more pick before we recap it. What you got for us, Cooper? Yeah, I love the Chase Brown pick. That was um, – he's really explosive, good receiver, 
a lot of upside there. I'm going to take one of my guys in this class, and that's Tyler Scott out of Cincinnati. So this is a guy that's getting second round draft buzz. He is really, really fast. I mean, if you watch the tape, I think he ran a little slower than he was expected to at the combine, like four, 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 which is still really good. But uh, his measurables are almost identical to Jalen Hyatt and similar to Jalen Hyatt. He ran way faster than expected uh, or slower than expected, but looks really, really fast on tape. Uh, looks explosive and when I went into studying his tape I expected to just see a speed guy like that's how he had been touted to me I was kind of just expecting to see a deep threat and I saw him turning DBs around they were looking confused he was getting yards and yards of separation and just snapping off those routes looked really good to me one on on uh some press release with a good release package and uh, so there was a lot that I liked in his route running that I didn't expect coming into watching his tape. And yeah, I think it's a good throw, here, especially if he is does end up being a second round pick and I can get him here at 312. I think that's fantastic. All right. Third round recap, Darnell Washington, Jaden Reed, Zach Evans, Kendry Miller, Puka Nakua, Xavier Hutchinson at 306, Tank Dell, Luke Musgrave, Rashi Rice, Jonathan Mingo, Chase Brown, and Tyler Scott at 312. Guys, before I make this pick, I just want to point out there are still a lot of guys that I want to draft. <laughs> so Same. I'm telling you, man, like get those fourth round picks. There, there's still some exciting players going off the board here. I'm going to take the guy. He's not the highest on my board, but it's the guy who I think is going to jump up draft boards because I think he's going to get drafted a little bit higher than we might think. It's the guy I thought John was alluding to when I heard him say a fast rising boundary wide receiver. How about Bryce Ford Wheaton out of West Virginia? Love that combine performance. I went back and watched the tape and guys, I fell in love with the tape. He was doing a lot with a little at West Virginia. So I like Bryce Ford Wheaton. I think he could be a, a early, early day three selection. If not, possibly sneaking into the back end of this day two possibly uh but i'll let john go ahead and make the 402 pick here before i go i just want to say i love this draft this is my fifth one of the year it's different than any draft that i've done and i think viewers have to be ready i think there's going to be such a wide variety in dynasty drafts this year especially mm-hmm. super flex so i'm going to go with someone who i'm going for upside here Sam Laporta of Iowa. Yeah. He becomes the next very good Iowa tight end. I think he's a floor of Noah Fant and a ceiling of TJ Hawkinson. I'll take the risk in the fourth round. Absolutely love it. I'm on record as saying if he goes top 50 in the NFL draft, I will not be shocked one bit. All right, Anthony, 403. 403, I'm going to take Eric Gray. I'm going to take oh, Eric Gray I in the fourth round every single time. Yep, I, I thought you were going to, and I am not going to let him get back to you. If you have the opportunity to draft Eric Gray in the fourth round, do it every time. You play games and you get burned. You, know, right? I you, play, you play the ADP game. <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, 404, <laughs> Cooper here. Um, This is a guy that I don't want to draft, and <laughs> – I was thinking that I would have no shares of, which in real life I probably won't, but 
We're in the fourth round. Let's throw the upside dart. Kayshawn Boutte. Oh, he's going to be. There he is. Like, there I don't even know if this guy's going to get drafted. There's so many red flags here. It's ridiculous. It's like, is he even still athletic after all of his surgeries? I, I don't know. This guy was a mess. Like, is he slow? Was he just not trying? <laughs> I don't I don't know. But at some point, he was talked about as potentially the wide receiver one of this class. He's got all the pedigree. It's the fourth round. Let's do it. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get my guy. There's two guys I still really want. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take one of them here in Parker, Washington. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> guys, what's going on, man? Like going into the season, I was happy with Parker, Washington in the second round. I, I think he has day two tape. I love his tape. I think he plays really well in the slot for his size. I think he works really well downfield. I think he's a sneaky, good route runner. I love his hands uh, and just has not gotten the hype. So maybe I'm just off on him. But, you know, we talk about all the time that wide receivers will go day three and you'll still get plenty of value out of him. And I'll take a fourth round flyer on Parker Washington all day long. John, pick 406. This pick is only related to draft capital potential. There are real believers in the national media. I'm not as high on him as others, but there are people who have him in their top six who I respect the heck out of. I'm going Dwayne McBride out of UAB. I'm not as bullish as others, but if he goes in the third round and he has a shot at carries, I'll take Dwayne McBride here. The rare early G5 declare in Dwayne yeah. McBride. I think he's got day two tape. I don't think he'll go day two, but I think he's got day two tape. He's a fun player to watch. All right, Corrente, 407. 407, I'll take Kenny McIntosh. I think he will be able to hang around a roster pretty consistently. He's still in the draft? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, great pass catcher, and that'll help him kick around on rosters for a while at worst. So I'll take him. Take him here at 407. Good old Kyron right. McIntosh. <laughs> Sorry. 408, Cooper. Um, I'll take a guy that I think checks a lot of boxes in terms of size, which a lot of receivers in this class don't have the size, uh, athleticism, production in college. And I'm going to take the dart on A.T. Perry here. Who, yeah. um, I actually kind of loathe because I'm an NC State grad and he just caught lots of push off touchdowns that never got called against us. But uh, you know what? I can put my personal bias aside and we can take AT Perry here at the back end of the fourth round. Hey, he'll join a long lineage of Wake Forest wide receivers and Greg Dorch, Sage Surratt, uh, Ja'Cory <laughs> Roberson. I mean, he'll be the next great one. <laughs> That's so unnecessary. Oh, uh, I felt He's Greg Dorch. Out, Greg Dorch really hit home. Greg Dorch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Oh, this is the last pick? Guys, this is sad. Um, yeah. All right. I got to take Charlie Jones. What are we doing here, folks? I yeah. love Charlie Jones, a, P a future PPR machine. You know, he's a CFF darling. I, he, he just, I love his hands. Uh, I love his ability to play on the outside. I think he cuts, uh, he doesn't run a ton of routes, but the routes that he runs, I think they're really crisp, really smooth. And if you think about it, man, this guy still has room to develop. Like he's bounced around from Buffalo to Iowa. That's just wasted developmental years. Uh, so really one year of college development. I love Charlie Jones uh, in the fourth round. I'll be happy to take him here. John, this is your last pick at 410. 
I have like six guys I like. I so, know. <laughs> I'm going to go because it's super flex. And I'm just going to try to roll the dice and I hit craps. I'm going Dorian Thompson Robinson. Out oh of my UCLA. gosh, that is not who I thought you were going to go. <laughs> you know, with the rushing upside and there's a lot of buzz in the fourth or fifth round of quarterback, I'll go for the upside here. No, I like it. I like the upside. I was just so surprised because when you started winding up, I was like, oh, is he going to go Hayner or Duggan? He's <laughs> 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 like, ETR. All right. Uh, Corrente, 411. 411, I'll take Rakeem Jarrett. Uh, yeah. He's somebody that ahead of the season I thought would be going a lot earlier in rookie drafts. And um, he's still an exciting player. I think he's got to work on harnessing some of that athletic ability and kind of refining some things. But I think he's still got a shot. So 411, I'll take Rakeem Jarrett with my last pick. It is sad. You're right. A lot of pressure here, Cooper. Whoever you do not select, we are automatically disrespecting entirely. So I know, right? Mr. Irrelevant. Who are you you saving from the disrespect? Well, I like throwing athletic dart throws uh, late in drafts. And there are two guys here that I'm really considering that when you look at relative athletic score are just freaks of nature. I think I'm going to go with Zach Kuntz. Oh, uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10 perfect 10 out of 10 res one of the most athletic tight ends to ever test at the combine six foot seven runs in the four fives the guy's just a freak and when you look at the tape there are there's some nice route running high point balls yards after the catch there's a lot to like now granted it was at old dominion it was against small school competition there's questions of why couldn't he get on the field at Penn State? Why did he have to transfer to Old Dominion to play? But I, it's it's four twelve. I mean, let's just throw the dart. So it was between him and Yosevas from Princeton, mm-hmm. and uh, and I went with Koontz. I thought you were going to pick Yosevas. I really did. Uh, all right, four hundred one here. Do a fourth round recap to finish us up. Bryce Ford, Wheaton, Sam Laporta, Eric Gray, Kayshawn Butte. Parker Washington, Dwayne McBride at 406, Kenny McIntosh, A.T. Perry, Charlie Jones, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, Rakim Jarrett, Zach Kuntz. Um, honorable mention here, guys who uh, probably didn't deserve the disrespect of getting left off of this draft. Uh, Andre uh, Ishivas, wide receiver out of Princeton. Tucker Kraft, the tight end at a South Dakota State. Uh, Evan Holt, the running back at a Northwestern. I think he probably gets drafted in most drafts. Uh, there are Trey Palmer truthers out there, Christopher Rodriguez truthers out there. Uh, and then I would not be shocked to see Max Duggan, Jake Hayner get drafted in Superflex leagues, especially uh, potentially even Deuce Vaughn for those who uh, refuse to give up on our small camp. Ah! <laughs> I th- I th- almost took Deuce Vaughn, honestly, just because <laughs> just I felt bad leaving him out. <laughs> I know the Dynasty show loves the small guys, but I mean, we love the small boys. Did- We could have done five or six rounds here, guys, but I appreciate you joining me. I love the idea of getting, you know, everybody from the channel together here. We got the Rookie Show. We got the Dynasty Show. We got the Debbie Show. And for folks who just see us on YouTube, man, this is year round. We're we're churning out this content all the way through, you know, Cooper's World post-draft, man. It's time to start thinking about next year. And you better believe the content will be coming out hot and quick 
on the audio feed here and on YouTube through the NFL draft. We have shows every day this week. We will have uh, day one, day two, and day three reactions. Then we'll be back at it mock drafting as soon as the NFL draft ends on Sunday to give you a post NFL draft mock draft. So make sure you're subbed on YouTube. Make sure you're subbed on the audio platforms and make sure you're subbed over at Patreon, patreon.com slash rookie big board. It gets you access to the rankings, the rookie guide, the discord for personalized advice, folks, $3 a month, 15% off on the annual membership, not a better value out there. And as always, we appreciate you checking out this episode of the rookie.